Radio shouting. That's just the main thing with the DF. At the end of the day, if it's all about partying, it's just all about partying. But everybody know that ain't your life 24-7. Everybody going to go through different things, relationships, hardships, whatever. At some point, you're going to go through something. So, you know, you got to express that because there's somebody else out here who might need to hear a story that's going to help them get through their stories. I cut up the station. It's about that time for Fila. Most likely he a small fry if he was stamped by Beehive. It's one in one station only. They got the streets on fire. So please do not touch the dial. Cut with Fila go live. What's happening? It's your boy Beehive Radio Shouty. Of course, you know we live from 285 and stepping in the building with me. I got my dog, Slim Calhoun, man. What's good with it, homeboy? Cool and cool, and y'all already know. Calhoun in the building one time, DF in the building. Y'all know what's happening. I mean, talk to me, man. I mean, what you been up to, man? What you been doing for it lately, my dog? Man, creating, man. New music on the way real soon. Y'all get ready, man. Calhoun on the way. Already now, I mean, as a DL family member, man, I mean, tell me how you got hooked up with the squad and all that good stuff. Man, it started a few years back with my homeboy, Mr. DJ. Yeah. Uh, he was Outkast's first DJ, of course, and uh, me and him just started put, putting a couple records together. Mm-hmm. A couple years later, Big had already, Big and Dre had already been hearing the records. They got the uh, situation at Electra, and DJ called me out the blue one day and was like, "What you think about signing with the guys?" I was like, "What you mean?" He was like, "They they they about to do a label, and they want you to be the first one." So uh, went down to the studio. We chopped it up. I actually. Uh, did a verse on a record called Light It Up. It was on the Light It Up. I mean, it was called High School and on the Light It Up soundtrack on on that movie back then. And uh, that was actually the first record I did with with Outkast. And uh, dropped the verse on that. And from, from everything else, it's history. What was going through your mind when you looked up and you realized that you was about to get down with Cass and, it, and your career was about to take all the way off? Man, you know, it it, it was un- unbelievable. You know, just just to be able to get to do what you want to do in life, and and to come in under uh, a group like that, the greatest rap group of all time, in my opinion. You know, um, you know, it was a blessing. Now, while you was over there, I mean, you squeezed out a classic in that thing. Appreciate you, appreciate you. That goddamn cut song, man. Hey, man. How did that junk come about, man? Because I used to ride around the A with that one cut up a little bit loud. Yeah, okay, man. okay. Yeah, well, I had the It's Okay record, and um. Actually, originally the cut song was I was doing it like a remix to "It's Okay," yeah. and uh, we just put it on the album and, and, and went with it. Shot the video for that one as well. You know, couple of jewels on there. Of course, the dirt work was on there with Big Boy. Mm-hmm. "It's Okay" was the first single That's with right. Dre, so you know we had a couple of jewels on that yeah. thing. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, how was it coming up with that "It's Okay" though? Because I mean, when that hook hit, you know that thing was crazy. I mean, you oh, and yeah. Dre came with the lyrics on that thing. I mean, it was some player, it was some player anthems going on. Yeah, right? man. That 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 record actually we um we had it was it was something we were doing we were taking pictures for for uh, a, a publication some Dungeon Family pictures actually down that's when they first built uh Centennial Park yeah. and we was down there taking pictures everybody was down there and uh, me and Lil Will was riding in the car I had the beat on yeah and uh, we were just talking mm-hmm. about just regular stuff you know every day every day and uh, we were talking about relationships and uh, we were just talking about how you know sometimes. It's guys out here who got a girl, yeah. and, and you know what I mean? They ain't giving her enough attention. That's you right. dig? It's another player going to slide in because she going to get a little lonely, and you know. And, and so we just started vibing on that, went up to the studio. We was up at the studio just kicking it all day. Ended up coming up with the record. I dropped my verses. 3,000 heard it. He was like, what you think about me getting on this one? So I say, do what you do. You yeah. know, you can't tell that guy <laughs> no. That, you know, that, that, that that's common sense. So. Yeah. 
I, we left the next day I came up there I saw Dre he was like man I laid a verse on that he was like I don't know what you gonna think though he went in there and it was bananas and the rest is history I mean another banger that I mean we could catch Slim on man that gangster shit yeah man you I, know talk to me about it I mean what was the vibe coming up with that same same that track though when you heard that track one time for Carmo on the beat y'all yeah. know what it is man that song came uh came crazy too cause uh actually what happened the guys had been at the club the night before that they came came uh to went to the studio after leaving the club three four five in the morning. They was just up in there kicking it, partying at the studio. So the next day, I came down to the studio, probably about eleven in the morning. Everybody still at the studio kicking it. It was like, man, you wouldn't believe it when we started last night. So, big play played the song. It wasn't nothing but Big Boy verse and C-Bone verse on there. Carl, like I said, Carl Moe was on the beat. They just was kicking it. I said, man, I got to put a verse on that one. Yeah. Went in there, did my thing, and everybody else filled in the blanks and, you know, put it on the classic. Yes, Thank on you. Y'all know what it is. Now, back to the album, The Skinny Man. Yeah. I mean, when you was coming up with all that stuff, I mean, what were the vibes like in the studio creating that music? And, I mean, being around such a legendary crew at the time, did you feel any pressure to try to come up and Well, you know, no, because... Um, one of the, actually one of the first things, like I said, with that that, that record with the lighted up, yeah. uh, that I did with Cash, the first record I did with them, mm -hmm. it was crazy because uh, I came to the studio and it was just me and DJ, mm -hmm. and he he gave me the beat and they was working on something else, so I went in a whole another room to write, mm -hmm. and uh, I sat in that room for about an hour. Yeah. I came out, he was like, "You ready?" And I was like, "Man, that beat sound crazy. <laughs> what I'm gonna do on that?" <laughs> And the first thing he said, he said, man, just do you on that beat. And from that point on, everything, you know, that took the pressure off of anything else. Uh, I did. I had a record that we had done actually before I got my deal called Time Lock that was actually on the skinny. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dre ended up getting on that one. But when I when it, that was one of the first songs they heard. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, Dre said after that first verse, he was like, whatever you do, make everything else this hot. And, you know, I just kept trying to, you know, just be creative, have fun with it, talk about real stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Things that, that people really go through on the day-to-day. -day. And, 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 you know, we we still try to have a little fun with it, too. So, you know, try to mix it up and, and uh, give you a little something to think about, but to have a little fun at the same time. Exactly. Now, speaking yeah. of that nugget right there that you got from Dre, I mean, what other pieces of advice that you got from them two legends while you were coming up in the game? Man. Ear to the street, eyes to the sky, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got you got to stay grounded, you know what I mean? But you're always looking to be at the top of the game. So um, that's the main thing. That's one thing that I, I feel that they've done, you know what I mean? They try to they stay grounded with what's going on, what's current, and at the same time they're always striving to be different and at the top. So, um, you know, that's, that's the main thing. Like I said, we try to stay creative. We try to have fun. We try to give you something to get out of the music instead of just, you know, kicking it and uh, – you know, we like I say, man, it, it's just all about having fun with it. Now, yeah. being an Atlanta native, yeah. I mean, what did it mean to you to be a part of that dungeon after watching them rock out for a little while, and then you look, you look up next thing you know, you all off in the middle of that thing? Man, like I said, a blessing, a blessing, a blessing, man. One time for the whole DF. Y'all know what's happening, man. Legend, legendary status, the mighty DF. If y'all don't know, that's Outkast, Goody Mob, Backbone, Cool Breeze, Wish Doctor, Killer Mike, myself, Lil Bruh. Future, uh, Rico Way, uh, Sleepy Brown, Ray Murray, y'all know the list goes on. Big Rude, Money Moan, Mr. DJ, man, I can name names all night. What's happening? Y'all know we running the city still. Nothing to lose. How that junk come about? 
that's when Field Mob, you know, they, they they had been around. They had been coming up to the studio. We we ended up linking up. We linked up, clicked up instantly. And um, just, you know, them boys was doing their thing. They, we chopped it up. They wanted me to get on the album. And uh, everything, like I said, was history. You know what I mean? Coming from the South, you know, you try to work with your folk first. You feel yeah, me? So yeah. always they came at me, real players. You know, we had to do it. Already. Now yeah. I mean, you dropped that skinny. Yeah. What stopped you from dropping the second album? What was the follow up at, man? What happened with that? Man, I had a lot of follow up uh, material on the way, yeah. and the ball got dropped with the label situations that Cass was going through at the time. They were switching labels because we was on Electra. Mm-hmm. Then they was moving the situation uh, to Columbia. Then that ended up switching over. The label started downsizing and all that. So it just got caught up in the mix. And then I just, you know, I still had been doing a lot of things, a lot of ghostwriting and, and other things. Got a mixtape that I put out a couple of years ago, plugged in. Um, got a couple new projects, like I said, that's on the way right now. So we just we just smashing, man. I mean, how much unreleased music do y'all got over there that y'all nah, nah. on? Y'all got to put this stuff out there in the street, man. What's happening? Hey, man, that's a sign, man. Um, you know. We got to we got to get out here and just go and, and let it go. I got records for days, you know what I mean? Like records for days. So right now strategically, you know what I mean? It's just the whole thing as far as what, what I want to put out right now that's going to make sense for what the people want. So uh I got a couple records for y'all. The Calhouns, man. Yeah. I mean, cool breeze the game. I mean, what happened with that project right there? Y'all getting together? Actually, I've been with Breeze. We've been we've been trying to figure out a couple of things that we want to do. We want to do another Calhoun record, you know what I mean? Um me and Cool Breeze been trying to figure out how and what we want to do, and, and and like I said, the game has changed. So you trying, we trying to figure out the best ways to get the most impact with whatever it is we trying to do. So um, I got a couple of ideas, and we we working on it. Bunkin, bunkin. That boy Fonsberg, yeah, my big homie backbone. Yeah, man, talk to me about it, man. Actually, bunkin was a record that I had, yeah. and uh, what ended up happening, I had I had the beat. And I was with Farnsworth. We was just kicking it. And uh, I was just playing around on it. I, I had some ideas with the hook. So I was t- I was doing the hook. So then he was like, I like that. Let me get on that. I'm like, man, you don't need to get on this record. <laughs> I, I got a whole look. Because I actually had already wrote to the to the beat. Yeah. And uh, he ended up taking the beat and putting it in his computer. Mm-hmm. Went. Few days later, I came back. Him and Backbone had been at the studio. They had already rapped on my record. Yeah. So, you know, I end up. I had to go on to get on there. We shot the video. You know what I mean? I actually put it out on his project, and then I put it on the plugged in mixtape as well. But uh, you know, that was a good record. You know, had fun with doing that one as well. Another slick video that I saw, man. That buckle up with that boy. Bobby yeah. V, man, how that junk come about? Well, Bobby V, that's like my little brother, man. I've been around Bobby. The majority of his life, cause I'm a little older than him, but uh, that's like that's like like I said, that my that's my little brother. Um, just pull up, he pulled up. I had I actually had a verse. My homeboy Jay Wells did the beat. Shout out to Jay Wells. Um, we was at Jay Wells' spot. I had a couple beats that I played for Bobby. He was like, "That's the one." So I had a verse. I went in, dropped my verse. He took a little piece off my verse and created the hook. Just went in there, started singing, put the hook down, and like I said, everything else was was easy as pie. You know what I mean? Coming up at that time, and I mean, I know you got some stories to tell the things that you done saw. Oh you yeah, learn, man. Give them to me, man. Just get out here, uh, be humble. You know what I mean? Have fun with it. Be creative. Um, you know, 
it's just a grind, man. You got to stay out here and stay true to what it is you want to do. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people out here in the game doing it because they want to make a fast book. But but I done seen that flip flop in a couple of ways because you got artists they they come with that one but that's the only one and and they have you know a long, longevity in this thing you got to have records you know what I mean you got to keep coming and smashing these folks in the head so uh stay creative and have fun with it that's the main thing mm-hmm. I mean your love for the game where you getting your inspiration from right now with the music. Man, just like I said, still having fun. I've been writing rap since I was in second grade. So, you know, to me, it's like how you learn how, when, you, when you learn how to tie your shoe. You know what I mean? It's just something I do. So, uh, you know, for me, it's just, you know, it's like working out. You know, just having fun, doing what I do. It, it, you know, it come natural to me. So that that's what it is. In the acting and voiceover work going on. Man. Oh, man, it's going down, man. That's that's uh, a, a lot of my time actually been going into that right now so uh we got a few things that's actually in, in the makings what right now bust that move and get into that though, man? well actually to be honest man i've been i've been doing stage acting and stuff like that since i was in second grade oh so man. uh the first play i was ever in i played martin luther king and the boy <laughs> didn't show up and, and i ended up having to play one of the cops on the bus to take Rosa Parks off the yeah. bus. I was in second grade when I did that one. So I've been on stages. Actually, when I was in high school, uh, I had a chance to get a drama scholarship, but that wasn't my focus at the time. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, you know, that's that's some like I said, entertainment, a, a lot of aspects of entertainment. That, I've been into that, period, yeah. I mean, what is what is it that you most love about the music, though? Um... Just cre- creating, um, you know what I mean? Because sometimes certain songs that I have done, once I listen back to what I, I've said, it, you know, it actually wows me sometimes, you know what I mean? Because a lot of times when I write, I'm just in a zone and what comes out is just what it is, you know what I mean? I'm creating that paint. It's like a painter painting a picture. You don't know what it's going to be with an abstract picture till you finish. But, um, man, just, just having fun with it, man, and just, you know what I mean, dealing with Real life situations, things that you go through, things that you see some of your friends, family go through, you know what I mean? Just real life stuff, stuff you see on the news, current events, you know. There's a lot of things out here that people don't talk about that actually affect other people's lives. So sometimes you have to express that because it's people who need help. One thing, one of the biggest things that I get, even out from, from the skinny, that a lot of people uh come up to me and tell me, man, your 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 album helped me with this song. You know what I mean? When I was going through X Y Z, so you know, like I said, we always try to give folks something to take out of the music. Mm-hmm. Now, thinking about the music and the love for the game and all that good stuff, how do you feel like the city's changed since that time to right now? Because you know it was a different Atlanta when y'all were dropping. That well, stuff. yeah, well, it's a different. I mean, the game. I mean, you got the internet. You, the game is different anyway, you know what I mean, as far as you got more people into it. Like like we say, man, when I first started rapping, I was rapping before rapping was cool. You feel yeah. me? Like, folk wasn't thinking about rapping down here yeah. a, a, as far as a whole. You feel me? But like I said, you got people who see different things that they want to attain out of rapping, you know what I mean, out of doing it. You know, when I did music and started doing music, it was strictly for the love, you know, trying to figure out how you were going to get a record deal and all that was totally different you know than what it is now the game has changed in a lot of ways you know what i mean D- you got djs that play more in- influential part as far as being more vocal and helping artists bring their careers up as well so um it's just a lot of different facets that's changed it moves a lot faster you got a lot more people like i said with the internet who have access to put stuff out there you know what i mean for the masses to be heard so um you just got to move with the times you know we we, we move with the times it's the future baby
that reunion last year that took place, man. Yeah. At Centennial Olympic Park. Yeah. How was you feeling about that? Because that was crazy, right? Man, it was, it was a great thing, man. I'm glad the guys uh, made sure everybody was a, a part of that situation. Uh, I had fun every day. I got to come out there twice, you know what I mean? Rock the SOK and do the gangster shit on, uh, I mean, on they set. How did feel being able to get back out there in front of that Atlanta crowd, man? Man. I know you were still standing with I mean, it's just like a ball player, you know what I mean, playing for for, for a town he grew up in, you yeah. know what I mean? You always want to perform in front of your city, you know exactly. what I mean? So, uh... That's that's always gonna be one of the biggest highlights of your career. Period. Anytime you're doing shows at home, you know what I mean. You always love to be home because you know you're gonna have more of your friends, that's people right. you grew up with. You know what I mean. Family got access to get. You know what I mean. So uh, it's always a blessing to be at home and, and do your thing and, and, and be well received. Can we be expecting the full Dungeon Family reunion? Man? Well, we gonna see. I can't. I can't say. We've been working on. We've been working on some shows, and it's just working out the particulars. Of course, you got some of the guys whose careers are, are larger than others, so making it make sense for everybody uh, is just something that we got to we got to figure out how to work it. But we got a couple of shows that we've been doing. It's been me, Backbone, uh, Cool Breeze, Killer Mike, uh, Lil Will, uh, who else, C-Bone. We've been doing stuff like that, Big Guilt. Yeah. So we've been doing yeah. DF DF moves. So we trying to figure out how to get everybody involved. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, you got certain guy cast, of course. You know they they at the top of the game. CeeLo at the top of the game. So making the numbers make sense for everybody to to work it out. So we gonna uh, you know, hopefully everybody. You know, we all want to do it. It's yeah. just like I said, it's figuring that out. So yeah. we gonna see how it play itself out. You know what I mean? But big working on the project right now. Dre been working on some music. You know, low low still in the studio. Big Gilt got a couple records out right now. You feel me? So everybody working. Killer Mike doing his thing. Him and ELP with the Run the Jewels uh, situation. They killing right now. So y'all go support that movement. Lil Will working. Black on C-Bone got some on the way. You know what I mean? So everybody out there. One time for G-Rock. I ain't said nothing to my partner G-Rock. That my Scorpio twin. What's up G-Rock? Uh, everybody working, man. Everybody working. Organized Noise got an actual album that they're about to put out. A Beats album now, that they about to put out. Because like? you know we've been missing that Organized Noise. Man. Sound over uh, there, man. I've been over there now. You know they, Ray Ray on the beats, Reek on the beats. They and they on the beats every day. So yeah. what the album gonna end up being? I don't know which one's gonna be on there because they've been working on it since the end of last year. Yeah. And uh, I've I've heard several of the uh tracks. And you know, I mean, it's organized. No, well, I got I got a couple, actually I got a couple records that uh me and Ray been working on. It's a record that me and Killer Mike started. We got to finish that one. Yeah. Um. So we got a couple things that's on the way. I, I just was at Rico House uh, about two weeks ago, and we were vibing on some new stuff. So we got a couple things in the making, most definitely. The Dungeon family as a whole, man, what do you think about the impact that y'all made on the city and the game? Well, I hope um, that we was a part a part of the reason why, why more people want to rap in the city right now, you know what I mean, get into the music. You know, um, like I said, we try to try to keep real content in the music as well, and uh of course, back then you had to be talking about some period to even be heard. So, uh, you know, we just try to do what we do, man, and keep everybody happy. You know, like I said, want to have fun with it, but still get something out of it. You know, that's that, that's just the main thing with the DL. At the end of the day, you know, if it's all about partying, it's just all about partying. But 
Everybody know that ain't your life 24-7. Everybody going to go through different things, relationships, hardships, whatever. At some point, you're going to go through something. So, you know, you got to express that because there's somebody else out here who might need to hear a story that's going to help them get through their story. So, you know, um, like I say, man, whole squad working, everybody working. Hopefully we can get the DF project going. We can get this Calhoun album out. Like I said, I got a lot of new uh records. I got a hot one on the way right now. We mixing that record right now. It's called Wet featuring Cap One and Young Ralph. Okay, uh, my partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one called This Goes uh, featuring Scotty ATL. Me and Johnny Cinco in the lab. We trying to come up with one right now. I've been working, man. You know what I mean? Just moving around. I, I was talking to Toomp last night. I'm probably going to swing by Toomp's tomorrow that, that one of my partners i've been knowing him since i was a kid so uh swing by toon spot been over there with bangladesh one time for that boy sean dre um we got a couple things we trying to figure out as well so i'm working man i can definitely dig that man i mean anything guess you want to get off like your chest for you man y'all just get ready man new music on the way like i said y'all get ready for that wet featuring count one and young ralph this goes featuring scotty atl i got a lot of new music mixtape on the way calhoun sweets y'all get ready for that one man